Hello and welcome to The Secret Lair, the home of gaming and geeks. We hope you enjoy our shows and if you'd like to support us, you can donate to our Patreon. Welcome to D&D 101 for the players. <laughs> you can do your beatboxing now. You can bring it out. <laughs> I was going to say, that was a bit familiar. Uh, hello and welcome. I, I'm oh, Niall. I've started off well. I'm Connie. I'm Jordan. Uh, I'm Blaine. Hello, Blaine. Hey, you've, been Blaine. A guest, you've been guesting That's quite a, quite a lot recently. Back again. I like it. I'm I think happy it's like to the last three episodes. Villain. Recurring villain. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, welcome to the show, gang. If you've not listened to this show before, uh, this is a show where uh, me, uh, a DM, and occasionally other DMs. Hello, Blaine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Blaine is a DM. He, I know he sounded unsure, but he is. I'm telling you, he is. Uh, it's I where, pretend to be. Yeah, exactly. The best DMs don't claim it now. Oh, all right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I am the greatest, so it's fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a show where me, a DM, and occasionally other DMs try to teach people with various degrees of knowledge of D&D how to play D&D. Uh, and we are continuing with our player races today. And we are moving on to a new one from... Uh, is this Volos? Volos Guide, Volos yeah. Guide to Monsters. And uh, this one is called Lizard Folk. Lizard Folk. I wonder if they're part lizards. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you've already <laughs> grasped the concept of what these... I reckon these they're just like going. little frogs that listen to Mumford and Sons. <laughs> <laughs> lizards who like folk. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> and then it's and it's the last race, isn't it, now? I mean... They are what lizards. Are oh, no, it's not. It's really Come not. On. We're going to play now, aren't we? No, we've got so... We haven't even touched classes yet. I am just so bored. You're <laughs> halfway through the player races yet. Are we, oh, are we not no. halfway through? I wouldn't have thought so. There's Eberron, Ravnica, Theros. Ravnica didn't... Did Ravnica Ravnica's have got new races? New races. What did it have? Uh, Simic Hybrid. Oh, yeah. Viridin. I'm still thinking Viridin about beatboxing. Well. Yeah. Centaurs. <laughs> Loxodons. I think I'm going to compile some like in together because there's like centaurs in um, Mythic Odyssey of Theroth. Yes. So I might just compile them all together when we do Mythic Odyssey. But we are going to start. We are going to start compiling like groups of races together because I'm not going to be able to remember the races that I liked from the first few episodes by the time we get to. Listen, it's a good job we record it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Kind of, you know. <laughs> have to spend like a week re-listening to the entire podcast wait the thing is is like you just look at the names and you go oh yeah that's kind of sounds like something i want to look at and then you go into a bit more of a deep delve and then you're like yeah but we've still got classes to cover we've still got backgrounds to cover we've still got feats to cover we've magic. still got spells yeah i can't wait to do the magic episode magic episode's gonna be fun anyway yes so you're playing yeah <laughs> so any any more ideas of like all right so lizard folk does sound pretty self-explanatory so have we got any more ideas maybe about lizard folk that you know, like, what are they like kind of thing? Do you have any ideas of what that might be? Any guesses? Right. I'll let you go first. Because we've had <laughs> el- elves are obviously quite like, you know, there's there's a lot of, uh, a lot of like, culture there and a lot of, like, you know, I they're very... I reckon lizard folk yeah. come from the shadow... Okay. The shadow fell. Fell. I was right. going to say realm. Yeah. But fell. And they disguise themselves as other things... And that's where Scientology got its idea from. 
<laughs> Lizard people. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, so the upper echelons of the Shadowfell. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Connie, any ideas about um, Lizard folk? Any vibes? Well, I think up until last time, I kind of pictured them to be like the snake. I've forgotten the name of them. UNT. UNT. I, I imagine they would be similar, but instead of snakes, they're lizards. Okay. Maybe so, slightly like, less evil. Quite, quite smart, less evil. Yeah. All right, cool. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, let's, Blaine, do you want to just start kicking it off with a bit of a, a, bit of a history of lizard folk? So, lizard folk are, as, it, as the name explains, lizard people. Uh, they are one of the older races. Very similar to the UNT, they did come from the Saruk creator race. Okay. Uh, kind of an offshoot of that, but they were always lizard people. They weren't humans that became lizard people afterwards. Mm. Uh, oh, is that how they were made? Uh, yeah. Interesting. The, the, all the history they have, because they don't keep their own written history. It's all passed down through myth and legend. Yeah. Uh, but other really races cool. have kind of discovered that they were an offshoot of the either a separate like subspecies of the Saruk or just created by the Saruk to be lizard folk they were the foot soldiers as, as far yeah. as I'm aware so like you know how we talked about the UNT were created by the Saruk to be kind of like their generals and yeah. their sort of like people who did most of the think work you were here for that episode and it's you not heard yet oh I was like I was shaking my head in like you know shame but also I don't care <laughs> <laughs> they're snake people with no emotions but yeah, I wasn't here for that. Cool. Well, to, so it yeah, wasn't just me being forgetful. To give a bit more of an explanation, the the creator races, there's five, is there? Five of them. Um, and they were like the first humanoid beings when gods and giants and dragons all walked the earth. Um, and they're kind of like the first five main subspecies of races that then became the main races of the world that you know it as today. The Saruk were lizard, snaky, reptilian people who created... Um, Nagas, UNT, and lizard folk. Is that right? Yeah. And the lizard folk were kind of like made to serve as the grunts in army. They were basically built for for war. Right. And the lizard folk were kind of well, they they were sort of guided by the UNT when it came to like world domination. The Saruk mm. ruled most of the world when they were first made. But yeah. So sorry. Continue mm. on, Blanya. Yeah, they they were the foot soldiers. Uh, obviously, scaled skins. So they were naturally more resistant to damage, tougher. They had claws and fangs, so they could fight without the need for weapons. But they were also kind of wily enough to create their own, just out of bits of wood and stone and stuff. They could forage in the field and kind of sustain themselves for continued campaigns without the need of resupply or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have quite a natural connection to the just natural world. So in their myths, they always speak of themselves as being gifted by the gods to protect the world and protect the wonders of the world. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, when the Saruk fell and the Anti took over, the lizard folk retreated to the swamps and just kind of stayed in the hidden parts of the world away from the rest of society because they didn't really care about anyone else. Sounds uh, good. After all this murder and slavery, we're kind of just going to chill out. I'm <laughs> just going to head to Scotland, get a vegetable patch, yeah, live out my days. <laughs> Basically, yeah. They were just like, we. they only really, because they don't think long term, they think about like, the, what's coming in the next sort of season at most. So mm. it's just initial survival. So it was like, we, if we stay with the Yanti, other people are going to try and kill us. So we best off leave and avoid getting killed. Mm. Seems reasonable. Yeah. 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 They have like an interesting, because it's cool to hear about um, the fact that the Saruk made them, and potentially you were saying from humans, uh, potentially mostly lizard with a bit of human DNA. If they did make them, yeah. But one of the I think fascinating things about the 
the lizard folk is that they were 100% made by the Saruk. However, they have their own myth and legend. And like what, what Blaine said about the fact that they passed down their myth. They passed down? <laughs> <laughs> they passed down their myth and legends. You t- are you speaking lizard? Yeah, they passed. <laughs> they passed down their myth and legend through word of mouth. Nothing is written down because no. they're not that advanced as a culture generally Mm. Uh, and this all goes with the caveat that we've had for every episode which is like this is the basic law feel free to play with it and do whatever you want but it's nice to know the rules to break them um but yeah one of the one of the myths that they've got is how they were created so that's interesting because they have their own idea as like a culture now because the problem they probably have completely rejected all the saruk teaching and all the saruk life Mm. that they had hundreds of thousands of years ago and they now have like a new myth and legend that involves two gods is it uh there was two gods but they basically forgot about one of them yeah Hmm. which is which is well i think do you have the names of the gods uh there was esilis yes who was the original god and then he got replaced by semuanya that's basically just the god of survival and procreation and he doesn't really care. He's, he's now my new favorite god because he doesn't give a shit about anything. <laughs> as long as you're surviving and procreating, he's happy. He doesn't send omens to his clerics. He doesn't pass messages on. He only appears if they're about to be wiped out and just chills around in his domain doing what he wants. <laughs> he has no allies with other gods. He has one enemy who wanted, who was an archfiend that wanted to uh, kind of take over and corrupt the lizard folk. And Semuanya never fought him because he didn't care enough. <laughs> Like, you won't do it. It's like Switzerland. <laughs> yeah. As a god. <laughs> you're not going to fight I'm me. remaining neutral. Yeah. I'm not going to fight you. You're I'm not going to fight me. I'm neutral. Come on through. Come on through. Come on through. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Given the amount of wars between the gods you get in D&D, it's very, very surprising that someone can just stay so neutral and not mm. get involved in any of it. Yeah. So does that make lizard folk neutral? Uh, mostly, yeah. Okay. Uh Pretty much all lizard folk follow Semuanya. There are a few that still worship Azelis, but okay. not many. What, uh, sorry, what was the original Azelis? Azelis was the original god. Uh, but a couple of centuries after the Saruk fell, the lizard folk nearly got wiped out. And that's why they decided to worship Semuanya, because it resonated with their need for survival. Right, okay. There's a really cool... So the sort of the myth for Semuanya, and I can't, I can't find the... I'm trying to find the... Um, the actual detail of what what they call themselves but the the lizard folk have a name in their own language for what lizard folk is and i can't i can't seem to find the name of it which is which is upsetting um but essentially the name for lizard folk comes from their myth and there was semuanya who was this god that basically um hunted killed and just just chilled out essentially mm. and that was all basic instinct basic survival and they had a, another god that lived with them who was basically wrapped with anxiety <laughs> they couldn't make a decision because they were always thinking about the greater good if you know if they killed a certain animal um to eat was that good or was that bad and and it racked them with like guilt and and anxiety and they couldn't make a decision they couldn't do anything and meanwhile Samuanya's like what are you doing bro that is, it's fine <laughs> chill out mate and essentially Samuanya <laughs> went away one day and came back and their god friend had split into two one was really aggressive and the other one was a bit more uh, docile and a bit more protective and essentially that was that was 
the the two genders of the lizard folk it was the male aggressive input and then the female sort of protective um idea as well and that was that was then what lizard folk call themselves they they call themselves the name of that god that split into two and, and the one that split into two is the one that was riddled with anxiety yeah but no longer anymore because right. they split themselves into oh, two see. different beings one that would be one that would be more caring and thoughtful and one that would be a little bit more aggressive so it was like they kind split, of like, they're in a battle yeah in a way okay. into two separate beings and that was kind of a way to describe their culture as as general because males are generally the the hunters and the goduras and the females are more of the practical you know like cunning aspect of the of the group but that was kind of like a big part of their culture is to believe that eventually they they will they will hopefully wait until they are they are once again like Simuanya and less they, that's why they don't believe in thinking about like good or bad mm. they just don't have it as a concept in their culture because it clearly it tore one of them apart yeah. into two separate <laughs> beings they believe that the ideal shape would be to be one being yeah that just gets on with life and that's what they emulate it's le- so gender politics aren't really a thing in the culture even though i guess that myth would suggest that it is mm. but it's not the whole idea is to become one again and mm. not have this like diversity and not have this idea of like you know good and bad or different it's everyone's the same everyone works the same everyone does the same things and it's kind of like a, a sort of a, a lesson in thinking too much <laughs> I know. I was just thinking that. It's fascinating. To, I'd be fascinated to talk to the people that created that, that came, came up with, with this that because mm. it's very, very deep. <coughs> that actually quite like it's like quite a comment on on well how to live really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I quite like it, especially yeah. these days where it's like you know concept. you know a lot of moral superiority and a lot of compassionate mm. kind of action that often freezes people and then there's like no you don't really know what to do. People, some people are led by their ethics, others their desire mm. it's all just a bit messy but at the same time i'm pretty sure there are multiple people that i know that if they just got their anxiety out by splitting into two people their life would probably be much more chill <laughs> but there'd be two, <laughs> there'd be two, of them. There'd be two of them and they'd be like what the fuck <laughs> next and an extra friend do, do, are you called connie and i'm connie or um do we have to what would you call yourself no, you're called jordan and if i was pretending to be you <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm so tired. <laughs> We're doing all right, considering this is a morning podcast. I don't know if this was supposed to be a secret. But we're, we're doing all right so far. We've we're alive. We've not awake. done it for like two months um, nearly. Well, you haven't at least. No. I can't even remember what D- Dungeons and Dragons is. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing well. We're working well. I thought it was dragons and demons. <laughs> it's not too far off what it actually is. Uh. I, I was going to say something else, but I stopped myself. I'll let you fill in the blanks. Dicks and dragons? <laughs> something, something along those lines. Just trying to think of something that wasn't clever. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. I'll be me. Go on, Blaine. Continue. <laughs> uh, so most diff- the way they differ most from other human rights is their mindset. Uh, they are very cold and calculating, uh, typically lacking empathy, and they feel a much more limited range of emotions, uh, only really revolving around fear, aggression, and pleasure. They're like the main focuses of their emotions. They don't understand the more intricate kinds of that, and they don't feel them in the same way that humans do. They don't get angry towards somebody. They won't shout and ex- display anger in the same way. Right. They'll be aggressive towards prey, people they can beat, 
uh, things they want to hunt are their enemies, but just because they know they can beat them. They won't see a troll or a dragon and think, ah, oh, and start shaking with terror or anything. They'll just go, that's something big, we avoid it. And it's just very matter so quite of anim- if, Like if, quite if, animalistic then. Yeah. They're yeah. just like, like they're just a, bit, they're, be, they're just yeah. like a dog. They're just being a dog. <laughs> do they, if, if, if the big thing, like a dragon, did attack them, would they have fear? They'd just run. Yeah. Okay. They, it's just an action to flee. Literally just like, yeah. nope, And then fair. they'd shake it off and carry on. So, not hold anything. They're basic. If you think, like, Sim, Simu, am I saying that right? Simu. Semuanya. Semu, Sem, fuck. This is another fun game that we play on this podcast. <laughs> Niall tries to say words. Semuanya. Very good. Well done. Um, <laughs> the whole premise of that. The you know the reason why the god doesn't do anything is because their their portfolio is survival and Semuanya believes that well if you need me to survive then clearly you're not doing a very good fucking job <laughs> like the 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 rituals that come to worshiping Semuanya aren't building temples it isn't like mm. making these like you know grand gestures it's actually surviving mm. using your like all your ability to just get on with life the only thing that you need to worry about is sleeping fucking and eating that's literally the three tenants of Semuanya. he only he's only ever like directly intervened uh, when there's been something that would threaten to wipe out lizard folk so climate change he got involved in that and tried to stop that nice. oh so he's a pretty good guy <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe we should just tell Greta that. <laughs> Start worshipping Semuanya. Yeah. I was about to say, like, if this was a real god, it'd actually be... Greta, you're going about it all wrong. And unlike most gods, his avatar isn't like some giant, holy, golden form mm. or anything. It's just a big lizard man. I am giant lizard man. Just, it's just keep going. Big lizard man with a big club. And that's it. And that's kind of the vibe of lizard folk. Is like they are, they believe that what they need to be is pretty straightforward. What? I love about them culturally is that they they just they hate any sort of debate for them life is really straightforward like very very straightforward like Blaine said if a big dragon came or like a big threat came you either kill it or run away there's no there's no what are we gonna do <laughs> like it's like, no. to be fair this would be no. here's me doing my job properly <laughs> ready if you're playing this for the first time yeah this would be a good one I'm thinking in my head because it is like you've got your map yeah, it's straightforward. Very simple stuff. Because uh, you've got your your structure for it, and you don't, yeah. and you can just follow it. Yeah, yeah, really simple. Just survive and and make sure. Rather than having to like, oh, what would I do here? And make yeah. it like I oh, would my, just say nope and just be walk like, away. Yeah, it's like you won't get involved with like politics because you're like, what, what the fuck are we talking about? Have we got enough food? No, then let's go find some. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you know what I mean, they they are very very practical. Very, Lizard very folk practical. always have enough food. Yeah, yeah, true. Okay, well, maybe Scientology is kind of on the right path then. <laughs> <laughs> what is the in general? Great. <laughs> <laughs> These lizard like, folk I can get behind. Yeah. <laughs> Next week's like, hi, I'm Connie. I'm a, a Scientologist. A Scientologist. <laughs> I'm a lizard person. <laughs> yeah. I've spoke. What's that guy called? Ron. Ron. Oh, what's the guy Ron called? Weasley. Ron Weasley. <laughs> definitely not Ron Weasley. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be a surprise. Hi, my name's Ron Weasley. I am a Scientologist. <laughs> I'm a fictional character and a Scientologist. How am I speaking to you? So you're many layers. You're going insane. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, lizard focus. So like it's it is it's the core principles are just survive and and be at, with nature. I think that was yeah. a really important fact. Is like oh great. It's not Music about my ears. Yeah, they don't they don't believe in like when you go to a lizard folk community it's not this big 
towering like massive buildings with beautiful architecture and art and culture and song and dance it's really fucking simple the most advanced thing they have is a is a house not even that most of the time yeah they'll usually just have like stick have they got indoor plumbing no No. i'm not sure sure now (laughs) <laughs> they just have like stick and plant like tents and stuff and lean tos and that's what they're living yeah very basic very simple stuff like very i guess they're not nomadic because they don't really move around but if they they're don't able need to. to move if a threat comes exactly if some mm. if a dragon came rather than humans being like oh our village is going to we're going to lose everything I'm like well we can just <coughs> rebuild it it yeah. took us five minutes to build this hut. <laughs> just mm. move it somewhere else. We can do it 10 miles down the road and it ain't going to be a difference. It makes sense for like sources of food and what, what you were saying about they never yeah. go hungry because if they, they'd probably settle themselves in a place which is rich in terms of other Other reasons life. they never go hungry. <laughs> well, yeah, true. <laughs> Uh, but like it'd be rich, rich for plant got life. Yet. Not yet. Is that an in joke? That is an in joke between <laughs> two DMs that know about this. Uh, so they would settle themselves with somewhere that's plant because they're omnivores. So they eat meat uh. and vegetables. So they'd find themselves which is rich in plant life. And um, so what is it in plant life? Rich in plant life. Okay, you said rich. Oh. <laughs> Rinch. Is it the morning now? It is the morning. It's the morning. Good morning. <laughs> but um, it's it's rinch in plant life and it's rinch in wildlife so that they can um, hunt and gather food, essentially. To be honest, I would believe rinch was a word that existed in this world. So Rinch, a powerful archmage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the last player race, is the rinch. Oh, that would be fun. You can have a, a complete new one at the end called rinch. <laughs> We probably uh, could. We probably could make that. And, and to be honest, by the time you get there, I've totally forgotten about it. And you can make me think it's a fucking real one. <laughs> we just do a whole episode. That's a joke. <laughs> we won't even record it. Just fuck with Jordan. Uh, well, cool. I quite like this one. I don't know whether or not it is because it's 9am. Well, it's not 9am now, but it was 9am. Time. <laughs> That's how time works. And yeah. this one is so... Sort of straight, straight and narrow forward, yeah. that I'd be like, yeah, I could, I could play this. I know my objective. I know what I want, and I'll just, I'll go for it. And if someone gets in my way, I'll know. I'll, I'll just find a way of getting it anyway. Yeah. Rather than like thinking about all the other stuff. Another, another little caveat, I guess, I'll just introduce now because the, the other god, I can't, I've, I've, I've searched for the name and I can't find it. I can't even find what lizard folk call themselves. Call it Rinch. Rinch. So no, because then that'll become a thing, and people will be like, people will be like <laughs> yeah, messaging yeah. me, being like, "That's not what they call themselves," and I'll be like, "Yeah, I know. That's what I said at the beginning." Anyway, so essentially, lizard folk, the people that they call themselves, the name that they've given themselves in Draconic, because that's the language they speak, mm-hmm. which is presumably taught to them by dragons at some point. Um, well, it's also the language of UNT, so it's another yeah. reason why they might. That's why they speak their main language is Draconic. But um, they call themselves that the name of the god that split into two, and that's what they call themselves as people. Like we call ourselves. Human humans that's what they call mm-hmm. themselves they don't call themselves lizard folk they're like what's a lizard anyway <laughs> isn't that the thing we eat but um so lizard folk call themselves by that name and one of the things that they despise as a culture is intelligence it's one of the most off-putting things to another lizard folk you know if you're like trying to find a mate you're not looking for someone who's intelligent you're looking for somebody who's strong and capable and yeah. can help you hunt because intelligence is what made them split into two because it was the fundamental idea that we need to think about what we're doing and we need to consider all the possibilities Mm. and we need to really discuss and debate and that's what basically made them into two separate 
genders rather than the one gender that was just self-fulfilling like their god and how they want to be we had such a big anxiety attack that we actually split into two people we don't need to think yeah it's it's one of the most annoying things to a lizard folk is like somebody that wants to talk to them about i don't god, know god they're just like thinking about philosophy yeah have you ever considered why flowers are green and why flowers are <laughs> yellow it's like no can i eat that flower no and shut the fuck up like but that's kind of like their idea is like they are very Bang. they're very straightforward <laughs> However, that doesn't mean that cunning is not a good thing. It's the difference between intelligence and cunning. Mm. Cunning is so using your intelligence. intelligent rather than universally intelligent. It's one of those things that if you're intelligent, but you want to start showing off how intelligent you are by using maths and this and this and, and this. And writing. And writing. But they're like, so what the could, fuck are you doing? You could, right, doing my job properly here. Yeah. You could flip it on its head yeah. and play a lizard folk. <laughs> That's really smart. <laughs> that like has an, an, an incredible gift for algebra. Yeah, you could be. You could play a lizard folk wizard that was ostracized by his people because he wanted to understand the fabric of reality. But that's they what I mean. Right. But they that's right. So there's yeah. no wizardry doesn't work for them. They don't actually. They don't have any of the arcane like wizards and sorcerers and warlocks. Yeah. Because they don't write, so study it doesn't mean anything to them. Right. Inbuilt magic, they're more cleric and druidy, and warlocks, patrons can't get a hold of them because they don't care enough about things. And also, they don't believe in asking people for help. If that because they they're built to survive by their own means, and a and a patron literally gives you power. They're like, no, I need to do this myself. Like, why am I asking? Oh, somebody I to see. Help? I see. So you could have a really sad storyline about one of these lizard folk that was like orphaned, and they don't know their own culture. Yeah. and they're raised by some other character who's raised them in school and yeah, yeah. they've been educated and, they and they're find actually their people. quite smart. They yeah. find their Shit people. fucking nerd. And yeah. they're all just like, oh, fuck off, what are you uh, chatting about maths for? Who's this <laughs> loser? <laughs> but on the, on the flip side as well, you could play a lizard folk that grew up in lizard folk society and then left because mm. they were like, I was ostracized by my people because I questioned... Mm. whether or not it was right to kill animals like i'm a vegetarian like do you know what i mean like it could i didn't want to just survive exactly exactly and that's kind of the that's kind of the, the vegan lizard folk yeah there it's, you go. it's that idea of like you know that's that's intelligence and how they view it but they do like the fact that if you can think of a way to outsmart an opponent or if you can think of a way to do something that mm. bears everything without being too fucking ostentatious and too up its own ass then they're okay with that that's what I mean by cunning. Yeah, they don't like complexity. Yeah, it's simplicity at its yeah. finest. They want they just they, yeah simplicity. Their worship. If you, if you bring your complexity, you don't want to fuck off. Their their worship is basically making like little totems out of stones and sticks. That's like the base bare minimum. Well, that's the bare maximum worship yeah. they do. They're like, oh, I might just create a little. Pile they have of no stones place here. for art or beauty or anything. No. It's all about mm. utility. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. A great painting means nothing. A, you, know, you can't hit someone with it. You can't hunt with a painting. No. So they're they're devoid of expression. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was that was good, wasn't it, Connie? I like it's that. Excellent. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I can see like why that would be fun. But also I'd, you know, missed the art. <laughs> Yeah, but you've got the you've got the beauty of nature to keep you going. I well, I suppose so. Maybe they they do they do see beauty in nature, but or do they just map it out for what they can gain? Probably a bit of both. Mm. Yeah, uh, they have no ties to the past either. It doesn't register with them if it's not immediately useful or in the near future useful. Doesn't matter. Which is why they've probably forgotten their own origins. Spiritual and icon this. over here, the lizard folk. Yeah. 
aren't yeah. they? They yeah. also differ greatly in the way they treat the dead. Oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, because they have no ties to the past. If someone dies, doesn't matter if they were a hunter or warrior, Will it's fresh meat. Yep. Oh, God. Will there is another them. caveat to that as well, okay. which is that of all the meats, lizard folk is the worst to eat. Like, it's the it's the most bitter. For and, and lizard folk. For anyone. Or for anyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. But lizard folk are quite bitter as a meat and not very nice and tasty. It's quite nutritious, which is why they'll never go hungry. But to them, it's just, it's just he was a great hunter. Now he's can't hunt anymore, but he still provides for the yeah. group. I mean, you know, you can understand it on the on the on the rational and they, level. They, but... Well, they don't understand emotion. If they travel with other humanoids, they will learn that other people other races don't do that so if they were traveling with a group of people and like a dwarf died they wouldn't eat the dwarf they'd go like it'd be he's like so dinner <laughs> well yeah they'd be like i'm just saying guys that instead of burying them we could eat them they and then we wouldn't have to go through our rations that, like the dwarf is would make good eating for a week but at the same time it'll piss everyone around him off and mm. it's not worth the loss of the allies for a couple of meals yeah Right. So they do have like a basic understanding of reason. They understand consequences, but they aren't they aren't tied up emotionally with this. Just more what's more useful at the time. Yeah, emotion doesn't run a lizard folk. They're known as emotionless. Very stoic. They're not doing yeah. it because they right. don't want to piss the people off. They're doing it because they need the other people. And if they piss them off, they won't, yeah. have, they them. won't have the help. Yeah, and potentially that they <laughs> kill them. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those oh, things God, that, yeah. like, if you're in a group of five and, you know, that's three against one when one dies. <laughs> yeah, don't eat the other guy. Yeah, but they would. Yeah. Oh, no questions asked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. Eat the guy that would just died. <laughs> Makes sense, though, doesn't it? It's an easy food. You haven't had to hunt for it. You haven't had to gather for it. It's just dropped in front of you. Cook it quick. Eat it now. And I guess that would just, if someone died in the campaign, then you would be like, do you want to eat that? Nom, nom, nom. And everyone else would be like, no. And then they'd walk away and you'd be like, I'm going to eat it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody comes back. Where's the body? I uh, buried it. That's what you do, right? You bury them. And they'd be like, no, we burn them. So can you dig it out? And they'd be like, oh. Oh, no. When I said buried, I meant burnt. Because there's no trace of the body left. It's burnt. <laughs> What's that around your uh, mouth? Yeah. <laughs> Why have you got ketchup on your face? <laughs> Do they have massive tongues? Lizard yeah, lizard folk. tongues. Lizard tongues. No. They look like lizards. Yeah, they they are. They essentially I are. Why? Like I don't know why I asked that question. Yeah. I, I was going to ask it later. Oh, so. well, well, I think it was because we were talking about eating and stuff. A little. And a I'm imagining how they eat. Sad. Well, I, I did a I did a real deep <laughs> dive into the ecology of them. Oh, so, I love his, like, like like Ninja Turtle hair. but upgrade. So that that crest, <laughs> that crest of membrane uh, that goes over their head, if there's one that indicates that it's a male. If they have two, that indicates it's a female. I mean, to be fair, they do look pretty badass. I was kind of imagining them looking like um the only thing I've got to go off here is like the lizardy looking people on Skyrim. And I can't remember what they were called. Argonians. Yeah. Yeah. That's they were like kind of skinny and a bit like pale and they looked a bit like lizardy but gaunt. Like they looked a bit I didn't play them. I didn't play them. To, I and I was to it was totally superficial. Yeah. Well Argonian well, that, yeah, Argonians from Skyrim. It's literally I don't know if that's gonna get like, put up somewhere, but it looks cool. Just a, a lizard on its hind legs. Yeah. And, uh, a, a lizards have the lizard folk have tails, unlike Dragonborn. So Ooh. Dragonborn don't have tails, but lizard folks do. Can so that's how you tell the tails? difference. Can they use them? I think. Oh, so they it's look like a bit an unarmed like, attack. They look at like the Dragonborn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's no extra benefits to using your tail, but you could no. use your tail. Just your hands are busy, so you just go. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'd allow that as a DM. Taekwondo sweep. Rabbit's leg and go. Oh, brilliant. They gather in tribes, as we said. Uh, it's all about 
strong, strongest lead, the strongest rule, but anyone can challenge for leadership. It doesn't matter where you were born into the tribe. Anybody at any point can challenge, but it <laughs> tends not to happen very often because a challenge will throw the tribe into disorder. So right. we don't want chaos. We're thinking even just short-term goals, short-term chaos could mean that someone could come and raid you or take your tribe or you're weaker to potential threats. Right. Also, it's politics. Yeah. Yeah. And it's your two strongest fighters, presumably. Mm. So the only time somebody would be worthy of taking over leadership is because they're just as strong. And it makes a lot more sense to have two strong fighters than one. Mm. Yeah. So they, they always... are they are quite reasonable in that sense. Then. Yeah. Because it sort of sounds like they would like it would like that he would be like, I want to be or she would be That's like, emotional though, isn't it? It's it quite what's so like, they're very like pragmatic, like, yeah. oh I'm really strong now, so yeah. I want to be I'm leader. stronger than you, so I should lead the tribe. Right. Is kind of how they view but it. But then they have the other thought of, well, maybe I shouldn't. Because usually when one person challenges, other people then come out and challenge the new the winner. Yeah. And it'll be a constant mm. challenge until everyone's had their oh. go. Which is why it doesn't happen very often because it's too much debate. Just, right. It's too much of what if, what if, what and, if. And a lot of injuries. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the leader is usually the clear, clearly the strongest. It's very clearly the strongest. They, they... Everything is based on simplicity. That's the best way to view it. So right. when the leader dies... And is eaten. And is eaten, yeah. Um, <laughs> they're better than the rest of them. Is it a nicer meal? Maybe? No, it still tastes like shit. Um, how, like, is it, I feel like I'm going a bit too far into this. Do they have a system for deciding the next person? Strong. Whoever's the strongest. <laughs> Literally just whoever's yeah. the strongest. Cool, it's you. It'd probably be okay. done in a more, a kind of like a tournament style. They'll have a competition to determine who's the strongest. Oh, I am into this. Shrek, this should be but fun. But it's like, I don't give a damn about my reputation. <laughs> Use the chair. Just, that's all Some I of you may it. die. <laughs> yeah. That is a chance I'm willing to take. <laughs> Sorry, that's all I'm picturing right now. <laughs> Bit of Shrek. Yeah, no, that's kind of like that's kind of the vibe in terms of like they. Sorry, that's that's in Shrek as that's well. Shrek too, <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh, you know when he's in the back and he just yeah. goes, "Are we there yet?" <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it is it is that idea of like strongest. You know, the, the what is it? Strongest of the strongest of the fittest. What am I saying? Survival of the fittest. Survival of the fittest. Thank you. Survival of the fittest, and there would usually be quite a clear contender for who is the best because your whole society is based off of hunting and surviving so there would naturally be those who are better hunters there'd be a lizard folk that's taken down a crocodile by themselves you'd be like right yeah gregory over there is probably the strongest <laughs> isn't he I mean, who, who, the, who the fucking else gregory? has taken on a crocodile but you know by themselves one of our lizard folk took on three adventurers by himself well he's clearly the strongest it it's not as complicated as it sounds it mm. is all simplicity who has done the best thing exactly that guy and then there would be on, the only reason there would ever be a tournament that kind of thing is because there's three of them yeah there's three of them these three fuckers are all legends in their own right in our culture so let the them only find thing that would stop a tournament is the shamans of the tribe yeah. so the druids and clerics they never or very rarely go for power and leadership they just advise and they mm. might read the omens and the signs and say that this person should lead us because Semoanya has given us an omen or we've read the bones of a, the last kill and it says that he is, should be in charge. 
And that wouldn't be up for debate because right. there is no debate in this culture. They are the... There so is, are yeah. they like the only people who are smart? Yeah, that is it's, that is what... If you are smart in that culture, even though everything is based off wisdom, but mm. that yeah, kind of it's thoughtfulness... It's a different kind of intelligence. It's yeah. Yeah. kind of the study... Like with Druids, it'd be the study of the natural world and yeah. how it relates to around you. So are they lizard... Are they lizard folk druids? Yeah. Yes. Right. So is a druid a class? Yes. I'm catching on. Hey, I'm proud of you. Yeah, man. So yeah, that's a druid is someone whose magic is based in nature and the natural way of things. And a cleric is someone who is worshipping of a god and they get their signs and omens from gods. But they are quite interchangeable clerics and druids because in some in some opinions, the world and the nature of things is god. So they don't fight? I mean, I know I'm getting into a class question here. What, shamans or druids? Like the druids and the oh, no, druids clerics. Can, druids druids can fight. And yeah. druids and clerics. Druids are... Arguably, they just don't go for leadership. Yeah. Right, okay. Because in this culture it's if you're slightly intelligent or you have some sort of wherewithal and you have some sort of study I didn't like intelligence that's no but that confused. study goes into the study of the things as they, they are, are yeah. Yeah. it's Not, also yeah. like they'll have jobs as healers and mm. more jobs around the village as opposed to going out and hunting so they won't have the chance to prove their strength this is sort of that male female counterpart again that sort of like you know the aggressive type and then the the protective type this is that right, 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 that right. sort of thing that's been made from their god that they originated sort of the from. two ends of the stick yeah yeah the two ends of the spectrum healing and looking after and survival and because no and one exists attacking. in the middle they have to symbiotically exist together but they do in order to have balance yeah they just do they just get on there's no there's no like inter-party fighting no like oh, well mm. i feel like i should be the leader it's like no you're, you're weak, shut up. Gregory killed an alligator. You Josh killed, a killed three people. <laughs> yeah. Battle it out, it's one of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. exactly. And then there's just like, there's one lizard folk that feels slightly out of it. It's like, it doesn't feel right, guys. And they're like, what did you say? <laughs> Eat him. <laughs> <laughs> Something like some at lunch would say. Yeah. <laughs> they also don't really care for things outside of other lizard folk. So they don't keep pets or uh, mounts or anything. Uh, very occasionally, uh, so lizard folk druid will s use his powers or their powers to summon dinosaurs and charm T-Rexes to ride into battle. What the fuck? That was a curveball. amazing. <laughs> in, in times of great need. I'm glad you didn't answer my question now. That was way better. And find <laughs> dinosaurs and use Holy them as shit. mounts to help them in fights. I mean, I want to ride a T-Rex. Does sound pretty, pretty fucking cool. Be a druid lizard folk. Well, oh, there we go. What the hell? That came out of nowhere. I didn't know there were dinosaurs in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it's called yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, not Dungeons and Dinosaurs. <laughs> what you didn't know is quite a few years ago, it used to be Dinosaurs and Dungeons. <laughs> Did it? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Too easy, man. Oh, Too shit, easy. man. That's cool. Before that, it was snakes and ladders. Hey! Sorry, I've been trying to get that in. That was <laughs> so good. That was so good. Right and that before. is a game that the lizard folk would have done well at. No, they wouldn't have played a game. Why? It's a waste of time. Yeah, but it's simple. It's a simple no, game. No, no. Why, why are we playing a Does game? Does it help them survive? Yeah. Well, okay. But then <laughs> See, now you're getting into the mind mindset of a lizard folk. No need for game. But well, maybe why do you need to play a game? in snakes and ladders. So are they edible? I don't know. Then why the fuck are we talking about this? <laughs> That's what a lizard folk would be like. So they, do you know what I mean? Do they not feel boredom? No. No, because they just exist to survive. Yeah. Can they just Does sit it, and then it's like, mm, okay, now I'm hungry. So they, so they have no thoughts? Yes. yes. Yeah. But also they wouldn't sit because they're not doing anything to further the survival. Yeah. Okay. They Literally, it's, it's sleep, fuck, or kill. Like, that's kind of how they... Do you know what I mean? If you think about what would they do for pastime? Uh, Shag. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Further the species. So there's no sort of interpersonal play. No. Whatsoever. There's no there's no pet parental um right. figures either. Like in terms of like what do they talk about? They probably what don't. They yeah. Oh yeah. So how do they raise their young? They they literally Communal. as a tribe. Is that a communal? Nice. Yes. Yeah. So let's actually go on to like. Should we go <laughs> on to? Can't argue with it. <laughs> should we go into like how they're born and stuff? Because I think that's actually quite a, yeah. a nice segue. Um, are they eggs? Yeah. Nice. And and the so all the eggs are kind of put into the ground. If you crack it, would it be a bitter egg in the frying? You'd pan? lose a bitter egg. Hey. <laughs> but um, it's one of those things that like all the eggs are put together. And then buried underground for for warmth and nutrients, mm. and that's how they grow. They're not like they literally grow from the ground, like trees and like plants. And that's another thing of like oh. you would never know which one's yours because you you've just fucked and then an put egg's popped out and you put it in a hole. You'd never know which. <laughs> so there's no care to be like this is my child, this is my child. It's the communal growth. It's all about the community and it's all about the general survival. And a cool fact about lizard folk is that the reason that they have like a certain pigmentation in their scales depends on where they were buried when they were born. Well, when they were growing. So that's why in different areas, different lizard folk tribes will look similar to their their natural area that they grow up in, which will give them a better camouflage. Because oh. they, cool. their like pigmentation that. is that of the ground around them. So if they grew up in a very <coughs> green, dense forest swamp, then they would have green pigmentation on their scales. So you could play a lizard folk that accidentally was born in the desert. So there's not many lizard folk in desert because there's not much food. Not much water either. No. And they are quite so amphibious it, you, as a culture. You couldn't suddenly have like an orange lizard. I was thinking well, that. I was thinking more beige. Beige. If you beige went on the beach. If there was like a certain if there was a certain area that had a lot more like orange leaves and that kind of like co- color in tropical, their plant life. Sort of. Yeah, like a tro- a tropical jungle would have a lot more color so a or lizard folk in would England have a lot the brighter. Autumn. Probably probably not again. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That like cuz again that that they would probably have motted green because that is what that kind of connotates. Right. They wouldn't have like bronze scales or anything like that, but that it'd be a lot more duller. Whereas in a jungle, it'd be a lot more bright because there's a lot more brighter colours in a jungle kind of thing. But yeah, it's very typical lizard kind of stuff. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, a typical tribe is usually an even split of fifty males, fifty females, and fifty hatchlings, and they just raise them all as a group. Like I said, they don't care for outside species, uh, so they view other races. They kind of look at them almost with pity, without understanding what pity is, because a human needs armour. To match the scales of a lizard it needs a sword to match the claws and they also just view them as kind of helpless because a lizard folk can go off into the wild and survive for months just self-sufficiently whereas a human probably couldn't uh, okay so they tend to view them as hatchlings and as they're young that are just kind of not equipped to deal with the world slash food slash food how but- tall are they how cool tall tall height they look, they look pretty big uh they are <laughs> right, let's guess they're a medium size, which is pretty much like okay. no usually around medium size, if <laughs> yeah. not slightly bigger. Okay. But they they have the frills, which make them look larger, essentially. So okay. they, they do grow to a regular humanoid size, not like a Goliath, which is really tall. Yeah. But they they are a little bit bulkier, generally. A little bit taller because of their, their frills at the top of their head. But they are essentially the same height as a human or any kind of creature. Okay. And I imagine that that ranges depending on like the quality of nutrition that they were given when they're born. Oh, that's a really cool thing just to add now. When they're being 
like put into the ground to grow. What decides whether or not they're male or female decides is basically decided by how much nutrition they got. So if there's lack of nutrition, more males will be born because they're going to be going out and finding more food and nutrition. If there's a if there's a, an abundance of nutrition, the more females will be born because they'll need more upkeep. As in the amount of nutrition currently in the tribe. In, in the soil. Where in the they're soil. planted, essentially. Uh, where the eggs are planted will be buried with, like, carcasses. So basically the, the earth like knows what, what it's going to need in the future. The egg, Whether yeah. or not people to go and get... Yeah, the egg knows, like, uh, genetically whether or not it needs to be male or female. That's kind of cool. Mm. I was about to say science, and then I realised this is fantasy. Fantasy <laughs> <laughs> science, bitch. It's almost like it's like it's like not science, but it could. It's close enough to being like I, I can imagine like a mushroom probably does something <laughs> yeah. like that. To be honest, they're also very protective. If they do make friends with uh, smooth skin, as they call them, <laughs> uh, they will fiercely protect them. A human, a, any other humanoid race, right? Uh, they'll view them as, like I said, they view them as a kind of stupid hatchling that isn't capable to survive on their own, and they will defend them with their life. That's if you're part of the tribe. Oh, right. So you need to so they prove do, yourself. They, 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 I guess they feel something. It's, it's, it's power in numbers. It's pleasurable. Like, it's the end of the day, they're focused on pleasure. And if they find someone that makes their life more pleasurable, and for them that's just viewing life as less stressful, they're not worried about hunting or fighting or anything, then that is something to protect. And most lizard folk will protect that with their life because it is valued more than their individual contributions. Yeah. And a great way to like negotiate with lizard folk so like if you were adventurers going around and you bumped into a tribe of lizard folk they wouldn't necessarily the first thing in their heads wouldn't be let's kill and eat this person it's usually like a sign that there's a larger group coming so what they'll do is they'll chase you away and try to get you away if there's one of the you maybe they'll be like ah oh, we'll eat him but if there's like you know a group of them then they'll be like fuck off fuck off fuck off fuck off kind of thing and then they'll try and scare you away however if you want to make good like deals or like try to like barter your freedom if you find yourself on the you know soon to be on the end of a fork uh, kind of situation if you offer them food or you give them something that's a replacement for what you're going to be then they will consider that as like a oh okay yeah, that's fair enough. Like, if you're like, I can give you food, they'll be like, okay, yeah, well, food now is better than food having to cook you. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that means that the people that... <laughs> can you guess which race lizard folks get on with the best in terms of food? Oh. I've got an idea. Do you want to go first? No. I can't remember the name. Dwarves. No. Don't it? It's halflings. Oh, well. Because they're so good at making food. That's their, <laughs> that's their vibe. Halflings are all about food. It's typical Hobbit stuff. Do you know what I mean? If you yeah. think about a Hobbit, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. oh you well, we're going to have second breakfast. Your second well, I thought, breakfast. I thought, exactly. I thought that was the same for dwarves. <clears throat> no. Isn't it? Oh. Re-listen to that. Have we done dwarves? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the first episodes we oh, did. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I actually did dwarves. Or no, was you before didn't. I was, yeah, it was before you. I started with halflings. It was yeah. when this was good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not going to report. <laughs> just don't rise to it, Connie. No. I can you're see you're trying to rise to it. You just don't know what, what to don't come know back what to with. Say. <laughs> it's fine. You'll you'll find an insult somewhere in the podcast now. It'd be fine. Sorry, I'll you shame it. yourself enough, Jordan. I know, I do. <laughs> the amount of times I say things and, then, and no one hears. <laughs> I hear. I'm, I'm just ignoring. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Just uh, in the corner, yapping on, making stupid comments. <laughs> But yeah, no, halflings and lizard folk get on like a house on fire because halflings always have food on them and they're right. so small, so it's probably not worth eating. Yeah. 
I mean, the idea of like, you know, a bunch of half halflings sat around a table with a bunch of lizards is quite a funny image. Yeah. Then, you know, I actually really they, like the idea of just like a not like a Chris a Christmas. A Christmas with the lizards and, <laughs> and, and the halflings. Liz I was has just hat gonna on. say a little like best friend duo is like in a in Yeah, a that'd game. be a good way to like create like an intertwined character backstory. One of us yeah. is playing as a lizard folk, one of us is playing a halfling. How did you two meet? Oh, he tried to eat me. And then I, I gave, gave him, him some bread. <laughs> <laughs> and he calmed the fuck down. Yeah, it's that's quite that a good idea great. for a film. Mm. A film. I'm just saying it's quite a good idea. Well, they make a D&D film, so. It's kind of like Tweedledee, Tweedledum. It's the whole thing mm. of the two different lizard folks. They, they're like, they're like you know, chalk and cheese. Yeah, yeah. And halflings are obviously really, like, open and all about, like, kind of, like, pleasure as well. But in a different way, they're very emotional and very yeah. fun and fun-loving. Mm. Whereas a lizard folk is very cold, calculating, but also really appreciative of food. <laughs> mm. They won't very- be going on about, like, how good the food tastes. They won't be like, chef's kiss, mwah, this was the best thing I've ever eaten. The They'll be like, gave me sustenance. Yeah, am I no longer <laughs> hungry? Great. We are friends now. Yeah, you wouldn't I give them eat. the best cuts of me or, like, a chef's meal or anything. You just give them Carbs. a lump of meat. <laughs> Great. Here's a big baguette. Yeah. And I'll fill you up. No, it's, it's, it's cool. I love, I love, I do love lizard folk. They are cool. They they aren't necessarily my favourite player race, but they are slowly becoming one of the top. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I can do them. The quirks from Volos are pretty good as well. Some of the ways you can oh yeah play a lizard folk. Well, should we just have a little read of them now then? Yeah, you got so this is like just a good way to have like natural little bits of character character information for you to play off of. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. There's a list of eight options. The first being, you hate waste and see no reason not to scavenge fallen enemies. Fingers are tasty and portable. Um, you sleep best whilst mostly submerged in water, which goes back to the amphibious nature of lizard folk, and that's why they prefer mostly ones. submerged. Yeah, they can't, they're not fully amphibious. Yeah. They can't hold their breath indefinitely. But that's where no. they that's where they tend to layer. Like some lizard folk actually layer in underground caverns. So like they'll you, to get to a lizard folk layer of some sorts, you'll have to swim underwater to get to like a, an underground cavern that's full of lizard folk because that's the safest place for them to be. And if they need to hunt, they'll just swim out, get whatever they need to get, swim back in. Right. Simple. Um, another one which is quite simple and easy. Money is meaningless to you. So if anybody offers you money for a job, you're like, no, give me food. <laughs> it has no use. Kill your halfling friend. Yeah. Unless no, no, it gave me food. Exactly. They are offering me more food than you are. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're the only two species of humanoid. You think there are only two species of humanoid: lizard folk and meat. So you would refer to everyone who's not a lizard folk as meat. Um, you have learned to laugh. You use this talent in response to all emotional situations to better fit in with your comrades. I think this one's my favourite. It is. So if anything, anything's happening, you just laugh. Yeah, yeah. Well, but it's like you've learned to laugh. So ha, ha, ha. Yeah, it'd be like that. It'd be really fun. Ha, 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 ha. You observed other people doing it and that's how you react to situations. Like, oh and my, if I laugh yeah. at things, I'll fit in. You'd, you'd get like news, news from the continent. Unfortunately, your uncle's passed away. Ha, 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 ha. ha, ha. That is ha. very sad news for you. <laughs> Uh, you still don't understand how metaphors work. That doesn't stop you from trying to use them at every opportunity. Oh my god, yes. Oh, that's a lot of fun. You appreciate the soft humanoids who realise they need chainmail and swords to match the gifts you were born with, uh, or you enjoy eating your food whilst it's still wriggling. Oh, I like that last one. So yeah, that's like a few <laughs> lizard folk quirks that you can choose to like spice there, up your roleplay. Oh, right. That, yeah, there's some nice little rule sets. But yeah. giving It's giving Drax... 
Yeah. The, the, the language is very similar. They don't use metaphors. Everything is very <clears throat> matter of fact. And they often describe things in actions as opposed to feelings. So Lizard Felt wouldn't say, I feel cold. They'd say, the wind brings cold. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Mm. They're very cool. Again, simple. <laughs> simple is the best way to think of these. Mm. So what they say, like, the wind brings cold. And then try and do a metaphor that doesn't work. I don't know how. I, I don't well, know how you go about that. I, the metaphor probably it's not this, but all I can think of is the "Where is Gamora? I'll do you one better? Why? Who is Gamora? <laughs> yeah. I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora like just? It's, it's like the it's like the, the the throat slicing thing where he drags his finger across his his neck. He's like, why would I drag my finger across his neck? It's like that, you know what I mean? No, I mean that means we'll kill him. I would not slice up his throat. I would tear it off. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like it's that kind of vibe. Like they don't understand yeah. why, you know what I mean? Why would you wave at me? Yeah. Why are you greeting me? I know I'm here. <laughs> I know you're here. Like just would... announce your presence like a normal person would. <laughs> I am here. Yeah. It's like if I can't see I've you. I've arrived. Yeah. Don't tell me if I can see you. Tell me if I can't see you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I am behind you. Thank you. <laughs> and that's it. Simple as that. Yeah. Uh, should we get into the traits and stuff well, they can actually do? Let's, should we do some names first? Names? A few names. So, Draconic, again. Um, and there's no distinction between males and females in terms of, like, class or substructure or anything like that. So there's no distinction between their names as well. Hmm. Um, they all have unisex names, essentially. Uh, they can be um, different names like uh, Achuak, which means green. So you could literally be called green. Uh, Artai, which means war. So basically, all their names are that basic. Yeah, that basic. Yeah. They're named after stuff like uh, Bashira means animal, uh, Darastrix means dragon, Gort means axe, Eratos means secret, Jank means hammer, Kepsic storm, Kethen gem, Korth danger. And these are all just draconic, draconic words that they use. Um. Okay. If they are communally raised, how do they get named? Based on their notable deeds or actions. So they don't start with names. No. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of like, you know, Dances if you were called... Yeah, yeah. If you were called Axe, it's because you've taken an axe from an orc. You right. killed an orc and you took their axe. If you were called Dragon, it's probably because you met a dragon and survived to tell the tale for the rest of the tribe. If you were called Mountain, it's probably because you were the only lizard folk that scaled a whole mountain by yourself just to get some sustenance for the tribe. Nice. Oh, yeah. so that, yeah. like when creating your character, you can use the name as a way of... Yeah. Creating a backstory. Yeah. You, you have to earn your name within lizard folk culture, which is pretty cool. <laughs> what would like the algebra that. lizard be called? <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> just yeah. piss off. Fuck off. <laughs> Doesn't even have a name. It's just fuck off. Yeah, maybe you play a lizard folk that's still not got a name. Never did anything. <laughs> You've still not done anything. Never oh, did I anything. That. Oh, that's so that's depressing. <laughs> what did they call you? They don't. I've, I've done nothing notable in my life, so I, I don't have a name I am yet. called no name. Ha 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 ha. This brings me great sadness inside. Ha 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 ha. Brilliant. Well, actually, one thing before we do go to the traits is there is one more god to speak of. Um, so, lizard folk do have the... Where the fuck is the page? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Got too many tabs open now. I do. How do you know? I feel seen. So, um, the, other, the other god that is not really a main god, but sort of influences lizard folk sometime is called Sesenek. Oh yeah. I think I've got that right. Who is a demon lord. That's the Archfiend. Yeah. That Oh, uh, it's apparently a demon lord from the Abyss. Archfiend is demon lord. Oh. I thought they were devils. What's Oh 
devil princes, aren't they? What yeah. are devils called? Arch princes? Iron dukes. Arch, Iron dukes. What an amateur, am I right, Connie? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah, uh, look, leave me alone. We're all mortal, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> We're all human, apart from me. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Blaine did mention this. Um, basically, demon lords exist in a different part of the universe called the Abyss, and there's multiple layers, and this one has a uh, layer called the Phantom Zone, I believe it's called, which is very Superman. Um, and they're kind of like, their whole thing is to corrupt lizard folk and kind of create like a like a demon version of their civilization that is just, you know, the strongest survive kind of thing, but by taking everything over. And they occasionally create, um, they infect an egg whilst it's in its, its hatchery and they create, I think, what are they called? Lizard kings? Is that what they're called? Off the top of my head, I can't remember. They're, yeah. They're basically, oh no, it is, it's right here. They're called lizard kings or queens. And essentially it's a demonic lizard folk that tend to be bigger and stronger and a little bit more smarter than the rest of the folk. And they naturally become the leaders because they're the strongest. And they lead lizard folk into basically becoming like a large, massive tribe and fucking taking over sections of things and just eating and killing everything. It's, it's the demonic side of this being at one with nature. It's like the it's the animalistic vibe of getting everything you want and having all of it to just yourself, and that's the demonic nature of all. Um, if there was a shaman that was like, "Hold on a second, this ain't right," they'd be killed. There are you and know, what eaten. I mean? yeah, killed and eaten, and it's kind of like that that horrible savage aspect to this this lizard folk culture. Uh, it, it is there is this sort of you sort of said it yourself jordan there is sort of this like nice spiritual one with nature vibe to them even though they do have like this like we'll eat anyone or anything and like you know what i mean nothing goes to waste exactly nothing goes to waste but there is a demonic side which is made by this this demon demon lord archfiend archfiend i have to remember that now made made myself a fool on but the archfiend uh, that is such my... a threat that the lizard folk god <laughs> doesn't care yeah that's another another thought. The lizard folk god is just sort of like, yeah, whatever. There's been no, as far as anyone's aware, there's been no conflict between the two deities. Semiwan has just been like, ah, if they can't survive, that's their fault. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't care. So, yeah, Semiwan is pretty fucking laid back as gods go. Like, <laughs> there's not much, not much going on there apart from they just get power from the small. Are they a semi date? What are they? Like a demi demigod or are they a full deity? Lesser deity. They're a full deity because they are. The same as the anti-gods when the world serpent was destroyed, the scales okay. uh, separated and formed new gods oh, cool. for the new anti and lizard folk and stuff. So they're a lesser deity, and they're, yeah, they're doing pretty well. Doing pretty to well. say they're the only god that has never had a conflict with anyone else, or never had, an, never really had a conflict, yeah. in a straight up fight at all. Which is a god of survival as well. Yeah. So they're doing pretty well. They've they've survived all this time longer than most gods. Why would I fight you if? Yeah. I could not and live. Yeah, that's exactly the vibe. <laughs> Simple, right? I might die if I fight you, so therefore yeah, I will not. I'm not going to do that. I mean, you know, pretty pragmatic. No, oh, yeah. All right. And I think that's the last kind of information in terms of law stuff about this focus, isn't it? I think else? so. Yeah, that's all I can remember. All right, should we do the legacy stuff before we go into Morden Canaan's? Yeah. So you've heard this before. There was like the old Volos stuff that came out and then Morden Canons came out to sort of like streamline everything. So a few things changed. So there's a mm -hmm. little bit of differences. So if you did want to play a Lizard Folk, you'd have two play options. Play Volos version. <laughs> Morden Canons ruined Lizard Folk. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, Blaine really. Do- you'll you'll hear why in a second. But okay. Blaine really doesn't like it. Wait, Basically, so- everything's the same apart from one key thing, and that key thing is the best thing about lizard folk. Okay. So a lizard folk is. So cons- is this just another? Just to clarify here. So you, this is just like another edition of lizard folk. Yeah, it's but a, a newer edition. It's essentially the rules on like how to what traits do you get when you become a lizard folk. So elves are naturally more dexterous and are naturally more charismatic, depending on what subrace oh, you have. See, see, so see. what do lizard folk have? Lizard folk are uh, have an increase in their constitution by two, which makes them more hardy. Means that they can take more damage, and they have uh, an increase of wisdom by one. Um, they tend to live like any sort of species regularly. They mature around 14, but don't really tend to live longer than 60, just because that's kind of where you start to, you know, your knees start to buckle, things start to give out, and then and suddenly... then we eat you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, walking speed is 30. However, unlike most races, lizard folk have a swimming speed of 30 as well, which is very useful. I don't know if that's come up before. What's the regular swimming speed? I think it's half, half. movement speed. If you don't have a swimming speed, you just move at half your normal speed. So 15. Yeah. yeah. So aquatic elves, lizard folk, and anything else that's got a swimming speed moves <coughs> at the same as their walking speed. Presumably because right. of the tail. Yeah. Um, they have a natural weapon, which is their bite weapon, uh, which is piercing damage. You can use it to make unarmed strikes, and if you hit, you do a D6 plus your strength modifier instead of uh, a bludgeoning damage. So when you do an unarmed strike, it's usually with your fists or feet or your tail in this instance. However, that's bludgeoning damage because you're punching something. If you use your bite attack, it's piercing damage. Right. And it's, uh, and it's that- also more damage than than usual. Yeah. Yeah, so I was going to say, so you're, do you, are you rolling a higher dice? Yes. Yeah. You uh-huh. don't roll dice for unarmed strikes unless you're a monk. Or you've got a special feat. Your unarmed strikes are usually just your strength modifier. Plus one. Yeah. One plus your strength, yeah. Yeah. And then um, bite means you've got a D6 plus your strength modifier. So a minimum. And that's just to get hit points on... That's to attack. That's damage. To attack someone. Yeah. That's damage, yeah, yeah. So when you damage, when you deal damage, it'd usually be one plus your strength, whereas now it's a D6. So it's a maximum of six and a minimum of one plus your strength. Gotcha. Do you? You know, 80%. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, so... There's also, I think, you, sh- you should this say is, this because this, this is, is the your one. Everything else is basically the same, but they cut the cunning artisan trait, which is as part of a short rest, you can harvest bone and hide from a slain beast, construct, dragon, monstrosity, or plant creature to create uh, items such as a shield, a club, javelins, darts, sort of different weapons and things to help you survive. Uh, yeah, it's just take a short rest, hunt something, harvest it, and make weapons. It's so cool. And like, they got rid of that. They got rid of that. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's the like the thing lizard folk are known for is being survivable. Mm. They had a trait. It barely came up in D- to be fair. You barely use it once you've got magic weapons and stuff. You don't need to harvest yeah. it. But it's just something cool to have. It's very funny just to think like, <clears throat> do you know what I mean? Like you're 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 like in the middle of nowhere. You fight something and somebody goes, oh, like it'd be really cool if I had a shield. And you're like, give me a fucking hour. <laughs> just give me an hour and I'll get you a fucking shield, which is pretty. That, these things are actually pretty good to be able to just yeah. make. You In can just make it. Campaigns like Out of the Abyss. Yes. The start of that, oh. having this trait, would be amazing because you start as a prisoner. So you escape and then you've got nothing. So being able to craft basic weapons and armor just from hunting is such a useful thing early game. Mm. It does make you think, like, if lizard folk as a culture decided to sort of, like, invest in their intelligence, they could possibly be 
the greatest architects and builders and craftsmen in all of D and D. Yeah, because if they, they just can, don't want to yeah. be. Yeah, because why? Yeah, they have to think about it. <laughs> so um, another little thing that they can do is hold their breath for fifteen minutes, which is something that's very hard. Um, I think what is it? Your Constitution modifier is uh, how long you can hold your breath for usually. It's uh, I think it's a minute plus an extra minute for every point of Constitution you've got. Great. So a maximum of like six minutes. So they and they can, can fifteen. Yeah. Again, that natural. Yeah, you're gonna try hold your breath for fifteen. Get that Wim Hof down. Yeah, but yeah, they. That's what makes them kind of amphibious is that they they can hold their breath for fifteen minutes quite easily. No nice. problem. Um, because you're like a natural hunter, you gain proficiency with either animal animal handling, nature, perception, stealth, or survival. Uh, so that's extra skill proficiencies, which is always wanted. Uh, you have a natural armor. So when you're calculating your armor class, it's usually ten plus your dexterity modifier. And then you wear armor to bump that up. Like studded leather is 12 12 plus your dexterity modifier. Half plate is 16. 16 plus 2. 16 plus. Plus a maximum of 2. Plus a maximum of 2. And half plate is 18. uh, Full plate is 18. um, Just flat. So wearing armor boosts that up. Whereas lizard folk have natural armor scales. So their AC is 13 plus their dex modifier. So if you're a really dexy lizard folk with plus five your armor class is automatically 18 which competes with somebody who's wearing full play armor can or would you wear armor on top of that there'd be no point because you, your ac is the same <laughs> the exact same as like someone else like, mm. you'd be like well, why why would i do that yeah so they they kind of they do really hold themselves well to being dex fighters and dexterity fighters if you were going to make one as a player character rangers so a, yeah ranger would be the perfect a rogue Rogue, yeah. That would be pretty fucking cool. Um, Hungry Jaws is another one. (laughs) It's fun. In battle, you throw yourself into a vicious feeding frenzy. As a bonus action, you can make a special attack with your bite attack weapon. If the attack hits, it deals its normal damage. However, you gain temporary hit points equal to your constitution modifier. So that means you eat someone and then you gain health. (laughs) Oh, which is to me useful. It's hilarious. Mid combat snack is a hundred percent that vibe. It's like you know, halfway through a fight, you take a chunk out of the enemy, and you're like, mm, I feel better. It's, like, it's also like what a power play. Like, oh, they, you just stabbed me. I'll bite your shoulder off, and now I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> I feel better already. You don't need that arm, do you? Thank you. And does that work with like any enemy? Yeah. If you're if you fighting a dragon it. and you bit a bit of it. Yeah. All oh, yeah. right. There's no saving. There's no saving throw. There's nothing. There's nothing to stop you from doing this. You can do it once per shot or long rest. So that's pretty banging. Uh, weirdly enough, they can speak and read, common and draconic, and write. Yeah. So they can write. They can do these things. They just don't need to. Oh, I thought they couldn't write. No. So oh. they have like a natural innateness that they know how to do these things, but they prefer not. There's to. no point in writing. Everything that's important. So how did they learn it? Exactly. Well, everything's important is yeah. hunting, and you'll be taught that in the field they're not going to make you sit and read a lot of books on how to hunt a, a crocodile or something they'll just show you mm. it's it's one of those things that lizard folk when you when you look at them closely you realize that they're really advanced they just choose not to be anything more than what they know they are which like again they is would quite literally humble. rule the world if they wanted to they did they don't they did with they the saruk oh yeah yeah sort of they were more treated as slaves really yeah. Mm. but yeah they did they said they don't even use metal at all to be fair they only use stone and wood. Anything they can use in the field that doesn't require extensive amounts of upkeep takes too much to forge a sword when they can, what, a couple months to forge a sword or 
an hour to make a club out of some bone. It's pretty banging. And then the Morden Canons is, as Blaine said, it's pretty much all the same. The only difference is the Hunter's Law adds medicine as a skill you can know. And the Hungry Jaws, which is the bonus action attack with the bite, which gets you more hit points, um, you can do that a number of times equal to your proficiency rather than just once. But they did get rid of the Cunning Artisan. Yeah. Um, and also you can play with your ability increases. You've got two and one in anything that you want, which is a bit more for versatile players, I guess. If you wanted to make a lizard folk that was a wizard, you'd be better off going for um, Mordenkainen's multiverse version. But if you wanted to go for something like standard, like a ranger, maybe a maybe a druid, even yeah, um, a beefy druid would probably be pretty pretty good as a lizard folk. Actually, actually, that's a really good character idea. <laughs> Wild shepherd to a T Rex, a beefy druid. But yeah, I I have to say I I really like lizard folk after doing this sort mm. of like deep dive into them. You've always liked mm. lizard folk, though, haven't you? I have. I've never played one. I have had an NPC. I've done an NPC as well. I nearly played one in yeah. our warlock campaign. Oh really? Yeah. It just Yanti fit better. Yeah. But I only I, I was leaning to lizard folk purely for cunning arts on. I, like, <laughs> I want to be able to just survive in the wild, which would have been useful in that campaign at yeah. the time. You can craft you can craft like that, so I can just spend a couple of hours making weapons and throwing things. <laughs> Easy peasy, squeezy lemon. Like so much fun. And then every time I kill someone, I have more ammo and food. <laughs> Life's great. <laughs> I do feel like this, specifically for you, Blaine, fits into your chaotic nature perfectly. I see a lizard folk in your future as a player. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Possibly. <laughs> so what about you guys? How did you find that? I mean, I think I'd, I'd be tempted by lizard folk for its simplicity to a degree. Yeah. Like, like what you were saying like about playing. In, like having a go first time round. Yeah. Like I'll be like, right, I know what I'm doing. And then, you know, I can just follow, follow the lead. Yeah. Again, this is like, this is the starting point for any character. I'm hoping it is. And again, like, you know, know the rules to break the rules, but this could be really fun as a player to be like, I'm going to play a lizard folk from a lizard folk tribe who is very simple to play. But then cause you're playing them outside of their comfort zone, you could actually start to, ch you could choose as a character arc to start to have emotion, to start to understand things that you weren't, mm even tolerant of before because you know if somebody said to you like well what what if we do this why not why not maybe the first few sessions of play you're like why the fuck are we talking about this but a year in game you're like no i actually understand what it means to lose a friend like i've made a i've made an actual emotional connection with someone now and i understand like i won't eat them when they die yeah i understand that concept now and, the opening and, scene the lizard is ravaging a body you know, the end yeah. scene they're crying crying yeah but i think that's grave. quite that's quite cathartic <laughs> to say like you know playing a lizard folk that didn't understand what fear was and then that's their character arc is understanding fear and feeling fear for the first time like and that. then becoming courageous again yeah and fighting the dragon of chaos oh the metaphors <laughs> <laughs> Connie? Yeah, no, I really like him. I've decided that if if I had one, I'd call it Rinch. <laughs> um, Very good. Just for the long. Is this your D&D notebook? My notes, it's, it's not actually a D, it's just my brain dump notebook. Oh. But I like how in the entire episode, the only thing that got in there was Rinch. Oh, it doesn't even like exist. Lizard folk episode. <laughs> Yet. 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 Yeah, that's true. Um, but cool. no, yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with the, the they seem kind of simple ish just be yeah really interesting kind of like the uanti i like the the kind of idea that they don't necessarily feel everything yeah and they're just kind of like what do you mean 
we don't eat Gavin. Gavin's yeah. dead. Free food. Why are we not eating Gavin? This is what Kevin would have wanted. Yeah. It's not going to bother <laughs> Kevin, is it? He's not going to feel anything. These are some really interesting lizard names. Gavin. Kevin. No, Kevin's a human that died. Pevin. Pevin. Uh, and his brother, Pevin. <laughs> oh, God. Gavin, Kevin, and Pevin. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, well, guys, did you learn anything today? No. Uh, I want to say... I want to say yes now, but no. Let's Uh-oh. continue on in the same vein. Uh, can we play now, please? Oh, God, no. We have so many it. player races to go through. So many to get do. I really, I really tried this morning. I've been present, and I was hoping for maybe just a, a little hand of a game. Maybe I'll tease you. Maybe I'll tease you with a little game of d we just let him roll the dice? Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Every session he can roll a different dice. Only a D4. We'll start on a D4. Yeah. We'll get bigger. Because <laughs> I don't even know why you have so many dice. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you guys for an amazing, amazing one. Thank you, Blaine, for coming in, as no always. You're an absolute lifesaver, for I have been so busy, so it's always grand to share the load. Thank you, brother. Not a problem. I've been Niall. I've been Connie. I've been Jordan. I've been Blaine. And you've been the listener. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed, please leave a review as it really helps. A big thank you to our editor, Jack Sinclair, and Gene McDermott for our cover art. If you'd like to check out any cool merchandise, head to littlelionslayer.co.uk where you'll find Julia, our resident smithy, who has all of our products up for sale. Until next time, brave adventurers.